Greetings, salute and welcome, lady beings, gentle wonders and other creatures of the night. This is the Truth or Death podcast created by Lola Hamilton and Ebo, your hosts to diversify your life. It's time for insights on the creative arts scene, hacks and tools for healthier living and hearing stories from voices around the world to share their truth stories. Are you ready to dare your truth? A new episode of the Truth or Death podcast starts now. <clears throat> Hello everyone! It's Gigi and Saji time and I'm super duper excited to have my first guest with me on this episode about all things Marvel. <laughs> you can already hear him so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, let me just introduce uh, the wonderful guest that I have with me today. Um, he's a writer, an editor, Marvel maniac, and the guy that stole my Guardians of the Galaxy jumper, <laughs> as well as a spicy Scorpio and goes by he, him pronouns. His name is Craig. And yeah, hello, Craig. Welcome to the GD and Sachi podcast. <laughs> How I, are knew, you doing? I knew you were going to go with the jumper thing. I, I, <laughs> I was going to mention it myself, but like I knew you'd say it. So, but uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm happy to be here as always. But yeah, I knew I knew you'd bring up the jumper thing. So, wicked, wicked. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, there's a deep backstory to the jumper that we've already <laughs> explored in the um, Solution Pink podcast, uh, which you not know at this point. <laughs> <laughs> But you can look forward to the deep discussion about the Guardians of the Galaxy look jumper. To the reveal. <laughs> and I'm sure that this will also come up uh, once in a while on this podcast. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, who you are, why you're here today? Excellent questions. I, uh, <laughs> um, my name's Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm a writer, a uh, Scorpio. No, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I well, I don't know what what do you what do you want to know about me. Uh, I yeah, I'm a I'm a writer for uh, film journalism. I guess is what you call it. So I, I don't know why I call I call it everything because I like everything. So I'm I'm an entertainment journalist is why I call it because then I can write about everything and get away with it. <laughs> fair point. Fair point there. But um, yeah, my big passions for stuff like film, any media, I consume, <laughs> I consume lots of media. That's uh, the, probably the best thing you know about me. I like everything. I'm not really too impartial to stuff. If it's if I like it, I like it, and I dive deep into things, and I get obsessed with stuff easily. And yeah, I don't know what else you want to know about me. <laughs> I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Um, yeah. If I think about how we became friends. Uh, years ago around the Comic-Con universe. <laughs> um, yeah, let's dive into all things that you do and how you got into it, really, because, um, yeah, this is what we explore on this podcast, to give people a chance to talk about their passion and what they do. Um, yeah, let's start. Um, so what does film and writing mean to you? Because, yeah, obviously... Um, a passion starts somewhere. So, how did it start for you? It's it's, a, it's such an interesting one when I try to think of how did like I become obsessed with films because like it's such a weird concept because every like everyone watches films right like or at least like well most people consume something in some way like I won't judge people who don't watch films although that's insane but. <laughs> 
like everyone uh everyone watches films and i remember just like i would always watch films so many times and like as as i grew up i would just watch sort of the weirder stuff i would find and you know i always knew i guess in some way like there would be certain ones that i would watch that just hit differently even at like a younger age so i would just know like I'd be like, huh, like that was kind of weird, but <laughs> like I liked it. <laughs> like, and I guess that's the thing. Like, I always just, I was always more obsessed with that side of it and how, like, just, yeah, I, I was never just, it could never just be a, I put something on, I go, wow, that was cool. And then I walk away from it. Like, I always was like, I want to know more about how did they do this? Like, I want to talk about this and how, like, what was you, like, I, I can picture like rides, like car rides with my dad being like, what was your favorite scene? Like, <laughs> I like this scene and like stuff like that. And when I think of it, I guess in that sense, that's how I know it was important to me at like an earlier stage. And I guess I just sort of took that on with me. And that sort of what it means to me is that it's, it's in, you know, it's more than just what's on the surface, I guess is what I'm trying to say you know it's it's there's so much being said in every sort of piece of you know film media writing like you know someone's voice is in this and that's the sort of best part is that you get to experience that yeah i absolutely agree with you on that part um because i come from a similar background in that sense like um as writer artist creator however um it's super interesting to get to explore all the behind the scenes stuff in a sense and like especially since we started creating so much with ref and everything yeah. it's really hard for me to like just I mean I can do it I can just sit down and you know watch something for entertainment without <laughs> giving giving it too much of a thought but most of the time when I watch stuff or see stuff or read stuff I can't I, like it's really hard for me to just like just be the reader or watcher anymore because it's so interesting to see the process and where people go with it or come from it and especially in film like there's so like there are so many different aspects of a film like let alone um the sound effects the soundtrack uh the costumes the design like the 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 creation of the like settings and stuff like there's so much more to to that and then on top comes the acting so I'm absolutely on board with you when it comes to like, you know, understanding the voice behind something. And um, especially in film, it's just, it's really great to yeah. um, to get a bigger understanding of something that is out there on screen. Because um, sometimes it's like, especially uh, with, you know, like independent films and stuff, like ugh, I'm a big sucker for like anything that's just not the big mass media production. Mm. Um, because it's just so interesting to see how uh, people direct things or how people like what people went through that process when they filmed that scene. Um, so yeah, absolutely on board with that. Um, so you can't we kind of explore where your journey started and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, what's the best thing for you about writing or like anything connected to film? <laughs> um, I, I, man, what's the best thing? Uh, I guess like for me, it's like, it's being able to sort of, I guess share that sort of passion is always the best thing for me. Like I like, you know, when, when I'm writing something or like, yeah, I guess the two come in hand in hand. Cause like if I was, uh, when I was writing essays and stuff and watching films and, 
you know, those two would come hand in hand. I would suddenly like when I, an idea sparks and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to, you know, write this down. Like and like it just feels great to sort of, I guess, share that passion. And like that's what I love about movies is that there's so many different sort of passions in them. And like same with writing. And I guess it's all that like not every everyone's got their own opinion which is in a weird way nice like it may not seem like it but because <laughs> people get in arguments about that stuff but it's nice that you know no one reads it the same way like you might watch it one way but you can go read a book about someone who sees it a completely different way and it can change your whole perspective and I guess that's sort of one of my favorite things is I love having my own theories and then I go and read some other theories and I'm like, oh, wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> or like, I never saw it this way. Or like, it's just, that's what's nice. You know, you can get so much out of just one thing because of the way they're, they're made, you know, whether that be someone else's voice or your voice or yeah, just the internet's voice. I don't know. <laughs> I absolutely agree with that. Um, Cause especially like when you go from the like just I, I say basic watcher and go into the kind of like side where it's like you start to explore movies and stuff um it's super interesting because especially when people have different tastes when it comes to like you know characters or scenes or something yeah. um I often like to exchange opinions with people as well just to get a different view on things like especially when there is a scene that wasn't like like I didn't understand it or I didn't like got behind it or like if there's a character that I just absolutely don't understand I love to go to people and be like so can you explain to me why this person is so fucked up because I don't understand it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and things like that and I think that that's the great thing about um, you know any kind of art in that sense with like movies or writing or something like that like that you get to have these discussion afterwards and that you get to like even like sometimes it's just uh, so interesting because you get to explore characters that you might have not paid attention to before and then you come back to it and you rewatch it and you're like, holy, holy shit, this is what this person has been telling me and like it makes so much sense or like this is such a different scene now for me to uh, explore it again. Yeah. So absolutely on board with that. Um, is there anything that you want to tell uh, people out there as writers or, you know, people into film or anything any message that you want to leave them with uh yeah i mean i i'd say like something i i've sort of stuck my guns to i guess is that i would say don't like feel like you can't i, I guess be yourself but that's i don't know if that, that's a bit but don't be afraid to like like what you like i guess is the biggest thing for me because like i was always like I mean, that's why I'm here. I, I was always big into the Marvel movies and that sort of has expanded so much since I started like sort of studying film and like have gone up and up. And like, it's so funny because like, I always feel that it's, it's not like snobbery or elitism, but there was some form of like, oh, you're like Marvel movies, like you're like big blockbusters and stuff. And it's like, but they're so like, yes, they are that, but then there's so much more than that for me. And I think that's why I say like, you shouldn't be, and I mean, I, I definitely got better as I got higher up. Like I, when you're in university and that, it gets a bit more like you can like what you like more clearly. But like, yeah, just don't be afraid to like, if you like, like even Fast and Furious, <laughs> you know, like that can be your favorite movie. Like that doesn't have to stop you from studying like film or doesn't have to stop you from writing about it. Like people will gladly read about your sort of passion for it or 
you know, they'll read about how much you hate it or how much you, you know, it's, you shouldn't be afraid to be who you want to be is, yeah, what I'm kind of saying, like, you should like what you want to like, and you should take that passion with you. It's, it's the best part, you know, that's what people want to read. They want to read the passion, not the sort of that you like oh I, I like Scorsese movies <laughs> yes <laughs> yes absolutely agree with that because you know um at the end of the day whether it's like you know a big Hollywood franchise or um the independent movie that has come out last year or something like that it's always important to kind of like express that opinion in a sense because like like for example i know um someone that is um lots uh, is totally into the mission impossible stuff and um it's so off board from what i would watch <laughs> um or like got myself into but because this person told me so much about about the franchise i went to see the i think it was the latest one where simon pack and henry cavill are also ah, yes, henry cavill's little reloading fists and um my goodness, that was such a enjoyable yeah. ride in cinema. Really? Like I didn't like, cause I think also like with each genre, you always have that kind of like, you know, stereotype tropes, um, which are a bit like, yeah, of course you will always get that kind of like basic stuff that you always see in like each action movie or each horror movie. Like I'm a big horror fan. So when I say like, I like horror movies, so many times people go like, oh yeah, well, Either I'm too scared to watch them, or the, on the other side, it's just like, yeah, yeah but you know, the, the storylines are quite basic most of the time. And to a certain extent, you will always have these stereotypes, and especially with like older horror movies, you always have that kind of like, you know, the that blonde girl that uh, <laughs> has sex with someone yeah. and then gets killed straight away or something like that. And um, But at the same time, like the, if you go deep into the genre, you will find some really good storylines and like, with everything it's just you know as long as you you stick to your truth it's good to stand up for that because like um same with marvel like back when it like when i got into marvel i had no idea how big it would be or like how big it would go and at the same time i think the cool thing about each big franchise is always like it doesn't have to be your favorite or it doesn't have to be to what you usually watch but it's always cool to have a deep in uh, t- to look into it because there's always something that you can take away from it and like for example i also don't agree with everything that marvel does or like it i'm like it's this big thing of like <laughs> if you would choose between marvel and dc i would still choose dc but we're not going to come to this point right here yeah. um but the thing is, um, I still enjoy some of the storytelling, and I think Marvel is still one of the greatest um, multiverse storytellers yeah, out yeah. there. Because, like, this is the big thing with Marvel, like, um, a multiverse storytelling like that is something huge. And, like, especially from a white writer's perspective, I haven't seen it in many other franchises that much to an extent where it's like, whoa everything is just connected and um (laughs) they did that move over years and i think that's that makes it so great like you know um back when the first avengers movies were out like captain america or iron man like we were just watching them and kind of enjoying them but none of us had an idea how big this would be like it was just this thing of like oh this is a nice superhero movie cool and then look at us now 10 years (laughs) later and it's like whoa this has gone so huge but that's amazing and like um so yes stick up to your passion and like um don't don't be afraid to to tell people what you like because um 
at the end of the day, it might also inspire someone else to uh, to look into that and stuff. Yeah, I think it's funny. Sorry, I just uh, before I <laughs> before you move on quick, but like it's just funny because like and, like when I say that as well, like it's like like with horror and that, it's like you, things are generic, but then that's why it's even more interesting when you find those like newer ones, you know, those ones that do break the sort of norm or like you know like Cabin in the Woods or like you know, sort of ones where it's so like, what? Like, and everyone's suddenly like, wow. And, you know, and things like that. And and I think as well, like, it's like, I'm not saying you can't enjoy, like, you know, you can't not like Marvel movies or like, I don't like, you know, I'm not the biggest Fast and Furious fan, but like, I love to see how insane they go each time, even if I don't like it or, and, and, and I still think like, I think some people have a like weird thing with like awards as well, like that they don't like, oscars or like you know golden glows but again like there's nothing wrong with those like they celebrate their own kinds of movies and that's fine like you don't have to be obsessed with it but you know i love the oscars and i love marvel movies and those two may never mix but (laughs) but that doesn't that doesn't mean that you know it doesn't change anything about sort of what i like or how passionate i am about them like i would still gladly write about marvel even if uh you know, it means that the, you know, the Academy isn't going to accept it or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's such a critical point as well, because, you know, at the end of the day, um, as harsh as that sounds, an award is an award. Yeah. And it's it's not there, like, it can help you being praised for a certain work that you did. And like some of the Oscars that I've seen are definitely there for a good credit. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the day, you always like, it's always good to be, you know, critical as well. And especially, like, I think especially the Academy has gotten so much <laughs> critics over the last year. Yeah, um, definitely. Which is absolutely fair at the same time. Um, for example, I always enjoy the, like, when award season comes, what I enjoy is always that sometimes it points me out to actors that I've never paid attention before. Yeah. And because um, we have so many great actors and, or like, even direct, like, not only the actors part, but, you know, like costume designers and stuff like that. Um, and I think that's that's a really great thing. Um, and then also, like, what I always I like to see is, like, I still like to watch these movies to just, you know, get a, get a hint of, like, okay, so this year we have, like, there was this year, I think, where it was all about, like, you know, movies in the universe and stuff like that. And then yeah, the other yeah. year it was all about, like, you know, very independent movies and stuff. So it's kind of interesting to see also what the kind of flair of movies is that we get throughout the year because there's so much that comes out. Like, it's so hard, like, even in, in lockdown now and stuff, it's sometimes so hard to catch up. Like, obviously, we don't have the cinema celebration at the moment and cinemas are still closed, so it's a bit, like, different to see, like, which movies come out when. Mm. Um, but there's still so much material that gets dropped and I'm just amazed by it. Um, how how quick people are still working and, like, there's so much, more, like, even with TV shows, there are so many things that I still haven't seen. Like, I haven't even seen all of Marvel stuff yet. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to catch up so hard. Um and it, it's just great to have all these different uh, yeah, genres out there where you can like uh, get stuff from. Speaking about writers and stuff, is there any writer or director that you would like to work with at oh, some man. point? <laughs> I'll, I'll take any work right now. <laughs> um, I, yeah, man, that's such a tough one because like, uh, the people who I'd want to work with, I feel like there's just like, not like, I know this is like a scenario, but I just couldn't picture it. Like, I could never imagine myself like being like with these people. But uh, I guess a big one for me probably would be like Donald Glover. Like, that would be probably like an all time. Like, I couldn't, 
like just meeting him would probably break me as a as a person but like man if i could work with him like that would blow my mind because like his yeah his level of writing just it just i can't comprehend how good it is sometimes and i mean he really has dabbled into like everything and somehow just come out on top every time like it just it blows my mind but um yeah i mean anyone like that would be sort of i guess anyone who like the things i'm obsessed with the like are probably the people who i'd love to work with so like um people like edgar wright's another good one because again he's done a lot of stuff i love um uh people like damien chazelle's quite an interesting one i'd love to work with him Tarantino to some degree, although he's a bit weird, so I don't think we'd get along. But it's <laughs> like, but <laughs> I just—he was one that I always was drawn to. So I'd love to like, I'd love to see it. Like, I don't know if maybe work with them. I'd love to just observe them. Like, that—that's—I'd love to just watch them. Right? <laughs> like, uh huh, uh huh. Like as he's like writing lines and reading them to me, I'd be like, yep, yep, love it. I wouldn't like pitch, but I'd just be like, uh huh, that's amazing. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> Like, but yeah, that's that's just sort of like you know the big one to me. Like, I mean, like you know, even Marvel. Like, it'd be cool to work. Like, the Russo brothers are quite interesting because they've done like they did Community, like, and did sitcom stuff back in the day, which is so weird to think that they're now like you know big Marvel directors. So like, all those sorts of ones are the people I'd love to work with. Anyone who I like, which is a lot of people, <laughs> I'd be gladly <laughs> like. They said, "Hey, Craig, do you want to come write with us?" I'd be like, "Yeah, okay," and I'd probably pitch like nothing worthwhile. They'd be like, "Craig, this is awful," and I'd be like uh-huh <laughs> like thanks, thanks for having me yeah that sounds great that sounds great um yeah to be honest like I couldn't decide if I would like work with someone or just you know follow along because like I think sometimes following along that is also such a great opportunity like I'm a big fan of like you know all things behind the scenes like uh let's give an example Warner Brothers Studio 2 uh, about Harry Potter where you see all the prop stuff and things like that I really always enjoy to get a look behind the scenes and stuff um, so being on a film set at some point and just watching and bringing everyone coffee I would enjoy that because <laughs> um, it's just, or like, like I think I guess for me also the other thing is like the table read moment like when yeah, they all come together and you have a table read i think that's also one of the most interesting points um when you have some of the cast and then they go through the characters and stuff or like even the writers before that and stuff like that i think that's always an interesting yeah like there are tv shows where i'm always like imagining oh, how how is it going in the writers room and like what what are they going through and like what was their idea in that episode <laughs> um <laughs> So that's definitely uh, an interesting point. Coming to Marvel um, and going back a bit deeper again, um, how did you get into Marvel and how did it start for you? Man, that is such an interesting one because like, I feel like there should be like a pinpoint answer, but I honestly, I honestly don't know. Like, I'm, I, I feel like the easiest answer is like my dad is probably what got me into it because he had like, he was very into comics and sort of geeky stuff growing up. And like, I've even got like, I've got loads of his old comics and old, like he had more, I'm trying to think he has more Batman ones than he does, but I'm sure he had like older, I'm sure we have old Marvel ones as well. So like, it's pretty much, I would say it's probably from him. He was very much into that stuff and then very easily got me <laughs> into that because he would just always tell me about it and I'd be like, wow. And then, I try to think because like there must have been something like because as a kid I feel like Marvel was around but it definitely wasn't you know around as much as it is now like 
you know, it's on another level now. So, like, I feel like, I, I like say, I always watch, like, I can remember watching, like, Fantastic Four and, like, all these sort of, all the Spider-Mans, you know, like, <laughs> all these 2000s move, Marvel movies that are so hilarious to watch now. But, yeah, so it must have been that sort of stuff. And, like, I mean, like, I, I always think of Spider-Man when I think of how I got into Marvel because I feel like he's always the easiest, like, introductory character when you're younger because he's that perfect, like... He's just the one that kids always seem to like. I think that's why he's so noticeable. You know, he's the one that everyone seems to know, even if they're not a big fan. So I feel like I got into it that way. And then just slowly, obviously, as time built up, and as you mentioned earlier, like we didn't know that the MCU was even on the cards. Like, so like I watched Iron Man and I watched, I remember, I, I don't know where I saw Iron Man, but I definitely remember seeing Thor in the cinema and First Avenger in the cinema. And then obviously the Avengers. So like I remember the build up, but like I say, I don't. It just came out of nowhere. Like suddenly we had the Avengers, and we were like, "Whoa!" And then you know, even after that, it was so unsure of where it would all go, and like where, like would there be, you know, was that it? Was that our sort of MCU? But then you know, since then it's been what like three Marvel movies a year. So it's just it's normal life now. Yeah, absolutely. Um... It, it's crazy to think back. Um, I have a kind of similar story. Like, it's definitely my dad that got me more into comics because um, he was collecting uh, the Fantastic Four comics back then as well as Batman. Um, and, like, I think, like, the very first touch from the Marvel side was definitely Fantastic Four mm. um, on that level because I think back then they were also some of the more popular comic, comic uh, yeah, characters. And... Um, then also Spider-Man, because Spider-Man and X-Men, actually, because uh, there were these uh, comic TV shows, I believe, and they were streamed in uh, Germany as well. So it was kind of like a mix between the Batman-verse, Spider-Verse, and then Fantastic Four. But I came, I mean, I came quite late into the like Marvel movie universe, because to that extent, I was still, I was in TV shows and stuff. But I wasn't so much into like comic movies. Like I knew Batman and stuff, mm. but um, I didn't know that Marvel was such a big thing. Like I knew Spider, like Spider-Man movies. I knew the Fantastic Four, but I like to understand that this was like a whole thing, a whole universe. That only got me when I watched the first Avengers with friends, and that wasn't even cinema. We just watched <laughs> it because you know, like everyone was talking about it, and we we watched it and. It was such a strange story because, like, back then I was just like, this is, like, if you look at the uh, the the storyline of the first Avengers, it's just this thing of, like, so basically these superheroes come together, there's this villain, which is Loki, <laughs> and um, that's basically the storyline, okay. And um, it's super interesting because, like, before that I, like, I hadn't seen any of the solo movies. Like, I, I might have seen Iron Man, but I wasn't, like... I had no clue that it was all connected mm. at that point. And um, and then after that, I just caught up on everything that I hadn't seen um, and got into it. But definitely, like, I agree when you say, like, Spider-Man is the first approachable character. I think, especially with kids, like, it's, like, Spider-Man just, like, if you think about it, like, maybe Iron Man as well, like, you know, because of the, the whole, uh, the whole tools that he has. And, but I don't think, like, I mean, it might be different now because obviously now all these movies are out and people start like people know about these or like children even know like um, more about superheroes than we did back then. 
Um, I would still say that Spider-Man is the most approachable character in a sense. It's also like this, you know, he has this spider suit, he swings around the city, he's very, I think he, he's the easiest to approach in the sense of like, you know, he's the most, he's so chaotic, like Peter Parker is <laughs> just, Peter Parker is every student ever out there in, in a sense, like, I think a lot of people can relate with his, his student being and stuff. Um, so yeah. Is there like if you could be a Marvel character, who would you like to be? Oh, oh I've been trying to think about this for so long. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. um, this is a question that I'm probably gonna ask. Like, maybe let's do it. Like, which Marvel character would you like to be this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be. Better. I'd like, to, I'd like to swap and swap and choose. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I mean, I I feel like Spider Man is such a good bet. Like, I feel like that just suits like so many like things that just I would like. Like, <laughs> there. I mean, there's so many good characters, but yeah, I it just that's why I feel like Spider Man's so lovable and approachable. It's just like yeah, I just like to be Spider. He's got it, you know. He's still nerdy. He's still geeky. Like he gets to make like quips and puns all the time. Like he still saves the day. Like. It's just they, there's, you know, there's no like, there's not too much trauma. Like, <laughs> the rest all have like pretty like too much trauma that I don't really want to have to take on. Like, you know, if I'm Iron Man, I'm I'm taken by terrorists, and then I, you know, if I'm Captain America, like I'm still a bit questionable of the government. Like, not really happy that I was brought up in this, you know, World War Tourist. Like, it's just all Spider Man. It's like, oops, I got bit by a spider. Like, now I save the world. Like. I mean, I know there are more tragic, like, <laughs> lines with his uh, stories, but I don't know. I just feel like I'd have more fun being Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, so this week we're going with Spider-Man for yes. you. I can't really say who I'd like to... Let me think. For this week, I'm I'm very motivated. So I, I'm going with Quicksilver um, this week so I can do all my duties very quick and, like, go <laughs> where, <laughs> where I want to go. And it's like... Also, like, there's so many characters to choose from, but your trauma point is actually a very good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I need to think about this, but most likely I think each of them is damaged in a way, one way or another. Um, I think there are not much people that, that haven't been, like, damaged in, in a certain extent. No, um, trauma makes the <laughs> best people, sadly. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> Absolutely. Right, we're coming now to a lovely section that is called The Total Truth, which I'm excited about. Shameless truths that you want people to know, whether that's true to them or not. Um, so you can say, say tell, let three, three truths, three, and um, yeah, just let it out, whatever you want to say. This is the stage. <laughs> I feel like this is where you expect some like deep thoughts, but like honestly, the, the first one that came to mind, like, is uh, it's one that I I sort of was reading about yesterday. Uh, but like, I'm just gonna put it out there. This is completely this is off topic to anything we've discussed so far. But I don't think it's uh, like if you like watching dubbed anime, I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think people need to lessen their grip on like subbed anime like don't get me wrong like i 100 percent love a good subbed anime and like you know there are times when like sub films are sometimes like if you're watching like a foreign film of course watching it in subbed is sort of preferred 
like in those senses because like you know saying like a uh, parasite like you couldn't like having a dub over that would just ruin i feel like half of the film but that's a completely different story so like anime on the other hand having it dubbed no issue i don't think if you want to watch it dubbed watch it dubbed like it doesn't matter like there's such a weird elitism around like oh i'm subbed is better but like i and i used to be like that and i was like yeah i'm gonna watch it subbed but sometimes when you're uh watching stuff like you, you you it's like if i want to do stuff while i'm watching stuff you know i can't watch sub because then and that means i never get to watch any anime because i'm going to miss half of what they say so someone you know every now and then i want you dubbed and it just it's fine like i've some people i read their comments and they're like oh it's dubs awful and i'm like is it like <laughs> i don't think it's that bad <laughs> like and there you go so i just think watching dubbed anime is fine and you shouldn't feel ashamed about it that's a great truth. Is there any other truth that you want to add? Um, uh, I, on top of like what we're discussing as well, like I think it's fine with um, like fandoms not knowing everything. Like I feel like there's this weird thing, uh, like uh, you know, if you're a fan of said thing, you have to know like every detail. <laughs> And yeah, you know, some of us do, and we know insane amounts of law and facts that we shouldn't probably know. <laughs> but you know, so I couldn't tell you like my friend's birthday, but I can tell you like some obscure fact. But um, like yeah, I, you don't have to if you're just a fan of it. Like then that's fine as well. Like you can like Marvel stuff and not have to read the millions of comics to know every little detail or. You know, things like that. As you can tell, I feel like I've just been scrolling the internet a lot and I get mad at <laughs> these people that hold their like their higher horses. They're on their high horses and I'm like, get off it. <laughs> Be gone. Absolutely good point. Thank you so much for sharing these. <laughs> Sorry, We're coming job. now to the quick fire questions, which I prepared. Right. So I hope you're ready. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with a funny one, which is peanut butter or mayonnaise. Oh, I mean, peanut butter is my, my choice, but now I feel bad for my mayonnaise breakfast. <laughs> Rest in peace, channel. peanut butter for breakfast. I'm a fool. <laughs> so if Craig is going to change his YouTube channel, you know yeah. why. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Quicksilver or Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch. Sorry, Quicksilver. <laughs> I know you just pick Quicksilver as well, but it's too, I spit on him. Get around it. How dare you compare queen versus, like, peasant. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. Okay, Captain America or Iron Man? <laughs> Captain America? What are you just saving the questions? <laughs> you just skip over that one. Anyone who chooses Iron Man could just, like, might as well end the podcast there. I feel like this is going to start a Great, okay, Falcon or Winter Soldier? Uh, oh, 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 no. That, that one is mean. Um, uh, I'm going to go Winter Soldier. My mind said Falcon, but then I thought about it. And I'm like, how could I? No, Winter Soldier. I do love Falcon, though. It's no, I love them. He, mm. They're both good. I like them both. I take both. I know it's not <laughs> both, but I'll take both. I love how this went into like, <laughs> my mind said Falcon, but I'm going with Winter Soldier. Actually, I'm going to take both. <laughs> yeah, I'll take both. Just both is fine. You can, both is fine. Wrap them up, please. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. Being an intern at S.H.I.E.L.D. or being an intern at Stark Industries. Ooh, um, Stark Industries probably. I don't mm, think what you'd do at both. I mean, being an intern at Shield sounds like just a bad time. Like, <laughs> it's like it just feels like you're just working for a government agency. Where like, like at least Stark Industries, you potentially have at least a more exciting opportunity. 
Mm. You know, one minute you're getting like coffee for Tony Stark, and then you know he's like putting a suit on you or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Okay, Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy? Oh my God! <laughs> Stop. Um. Uh. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> my mind says Mary, but I say Gwen. Fuck you, mind. It's Gwen Stacy. Your mind is not having it today. Is no, it? I, my mind just is like, oh, Mary Jane. I'm like, no. How do you? I love Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> Wicked. Okay. Uh, Magneto or Professor Charles Xavier? Oh, uh, Magneto. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Charles. <laughs> Sorry, Charles. Sorry, the rest of mankind, but Magneto is a little cooler. Okay. Wolverine or Deadpool? Oh, Wolverine. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I, I have to fight that one again. Like, I, my, I literally have Deadpool's head next to me, but... <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna come for you later. So, um, favorite Infinity Stone. Uh oh, um, I, <laughs> uh, I like time. Time is pretty cool. Uh, I like the, I mean, like I like Doctor Strange and time, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's, they're all kind of cool though. <laughs> I'll go with time. Time is a good one. Okay, last question. Being an Avenger and training with Relaine, knowing that she's in love with Captain America, or being an Avenger and training and having Relaine as your next target villain? Ah! <laughs> um, ooh, uh, I mean, I don't really want to... I don't want to fight her, but that kind of sounds fun. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like mm, is mm, is it is it like are we like nemesis for life or do I win the fight? Well, I haven't thought that big, well, but I know, you know, <laughs> I need some more information. <laughs> this quick fire round is is too hard in my mind, but we'll go with fighting Relaine. We'll we'll fight Relaine. I'm not killing her though. I'm letting her escape, and then we'll forever be nemesis, nemesi, nemesis, <laughs> nemesis. Nemesis. <laughs> Nemesis. Nemesis. Oh, wicked. Okay, thank you so much. Right. We're coming to the end of this podcast episode. Um, if you can't get enough of Craig, you can find him <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram under not so grump Craig. And um I'm gonna drop all the links in the description as well, of course, just to make sure you really get hold of him. He has a wonderful, lovely picture of Sebastian Stan. I'm him standing hand in hand on twitter so if you find him like that yeah that's the that's the guy that you want to follow and talk to thank you so much for being on this episode and entertaining me i see also that the quick fire questions certainly have taken a toll on you which is amazing um yeah do you want to say anything before you leave us today is there anything that you want to let go before you go um, hmm. <laughs> I don't, my mind's still in a, I'm still having discussions in my own mind about uh, my choices. I'm like, you're stupid, stupid, stupid man. Why would you choose such things? Uh, <laughs> um, I just say, I'm going to say something positive like, you can do it. <laughs> I believe <laughs> you got this. You can do it. You be you. Amazing, amazing. I'm just going to keep slurring positive stuff until you, until you stop me. <laughs> um, be yourself. You can be a hero. Plant yourself like a tree. And, and don't move. That's what Captain America said. 
<laughs> I paraphrased it a little. <laughs> he said it a bit more. Uh, he said it a bit better, but I just shortened it for this okay. podcast. Wicked. Thank you so much. There's only one last thing that we have to solve here, and you don't even have to give a proper answer. Why? What's the best and worst zodiac sign? Uh, worst mine, Scorpio, because it's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> best anything that's not Scorpio. Anything that's, wow, that was a very positive outcome for the other <laughs> zodiac signs. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, wicked. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, it, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. It's been a fun ride. I think you're going to have to struggle a lot with these questions that I left you with, uh, which is amazing. And um, yeah, see you next time on another episode of Gigi and Saji. If you can't get enough of us, don't you worry, we got social media for you to contact us, to talk with us, to have questions, to raise questions, and to raise your voice towards us. GG, which is me, you can find as Elsie Hamilton Arts on Instagram, as well as literally Elsie Hamilton all around uh, the internet. Go to our site revolutionseries.com and you can also find extended social media contacts when it comes to ref series. Saji, which is known as Abel, you can find on social media on Instagram under a certain name. We also drop the links in the description. Have fun, contact us and have a good day. <laughs>